0: Season 2, episode 58, Pete's podcast, Bible Story Evangelism, episode 58, Woe upon the cities of opportunity, woe unto you, Corazon, woe unto you, uh, other cities where he did a tremendous amount of ministry uh, and miracles, and the claims of Christ as the teacher about the Father. Father knows the Son, and the Son knows the Father. We're going to take a look at Matthew chapter 11, verses 18 through 30. The first two verses we're going to look at just tie into episode 57, which uh, uh, this just continues. Episode 57 ended with uh, Matthew chapter 11, verse 19, and episode 58 starts with Matthew... Chapter 11, verse 20. So it's right there next to each other. But the verses and chapters were added later, so we'll just have to leave it at that. But this is the next narrative in uh, the Gospels here, or at least according to A.T. Robertson, who put this outline together. Okay, which was a ton of work. Okay, and... Um, episode 58 ends this little short epi- this little short grouping of episodes 55 56 57 and 58 we see the rapid spread of Christ's influence and the inquiry f- from John the Baptist in prison I-, I think in the great Galilean ministry he becomes about as famous as possible Except maybe when he raises Lazarus from the dead but he's raised a lot of people from the dead that's one thing I've, i want to talk about All right, uh, part 7, episode 37 to 71, The Great Galilean Ministry. So we're still in part 7. And I just touched on part 8 a little bit, um, which is the special training for the 12 in districts around Galilee. But that's uh, 13 episodes away. All right, uh, based on A.T. Robertson's A Harmony of the Gospels for Students of the Life of Christ, copyright 1922, and C.I. Schofield, Schofield Reference Bible. Copyright 1909. Okay, turn in your Bibles if you want to follow along. Matthew chapter 11, verse 18. Matthew chapter 11, verse 18. Matthew chapter 11, verse 18. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 18, Matthew writes, well, okay, we, we have, we have the, uh, the eulogy, the end of the eulogy of Christ. For what, what were you out to see? a reed shaking in the wind. Uh, verse 18, For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they, whoever the, the naysayers were, the, and they say he hath the devil. And the Son of Man, the Messiah, ca- came eating and drinking, and they say, Behold, a gluttonous man and a winebibber, a friend of publicans and sinners. But wisdom is justified of her children. And again, I think that's what we're trying to do: is justify God by by our conduct, by our knowledge of the Bible, by our patience and long suffering and joyfulness. All right. So uh, now we're going to pick up with uh, Matthew chapter eleven, verse twenty. Then began Jesus to upbraid the cities wherein most of his mighty works were done because they repented not. They did not reconsider their position. They did not change their mind if you want to take it literally from the Greek. Meta, change, noia, mind. Verse 20. Then began Jesus to upbraid the cities wherein most of his mighty works were done because they repented not. He's got a tremendous crowd of people at this point. He's just done a the uh, Sermon on the Mount he's just raised a dead boy he just uh, healed the centurion's uh, servant and he is he is uh, he's got people from all these cities I think in the audience because they're not that far away woe unto thee Corazin! five miles due north of Capernaum five miles due north of Capernaum Corazon look it up um I've recommended a map uh, several times. Let me just uh, skip to it here real quick. And uh, yeah, New Testament Israel, Bible History Online. S- six words, I think, will help you find it online. New Testament Israel, Bible History Online. Great map for finding the cities of the New Testament. It's pretty much black and white. It's not topographical, but it does show rivers, and that gives you a pretty good idea of uphill and downhill. Yeah. All right, so let me back up where I was, okay. Uh, Verse 21 Woe woe unto thee, Chorazan. Woe unto thee, Bethsaida. For Bethsaida is five miles east northeast of Capernaum. And that's the city of uh, Andrew and Peter when they were with Christ at his baptism when his public ministry began, a year and a half—I don't know—I'm having trouble keeping track. Uh, a year and a fraction ago, I don't think we're at the two-year mark, but could be wrong. For, if the mighty works which had been done in thee were done in Tyre and Sidon, Tyre and Sidon is 25. It's a it's a uh, Gentile city. 25 miles northwest of Capernaum, on the east coast of the Mediterranean, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I say unto you, if it shall be more tolerable for thee, Tyre and Sidon, at the day of judgment, than for you, Korazan. So, Corazon was, you know, they, they're not far from Capernaum where he did all these amazing miracles. When John the Baptist sent his disciples to find Christ, they had, he had just raised the, the, the lad, the young man, from the funeral bier and given him back to his mother. And then they, they were with him a day, I guess, and, and they asked him the question are, do, are you the Christ or do we look for another? The two questions Are you the Christ? and if not who do, who do we look for? do we look for another and jesus said tell go back and tell john what you have seen the blind given back their sight the lepers cleansed the dead raised so i think there was a lot of raising of the dead and that's the one thing that i've taken from this this uh at robertson's harmony of the gospels for students life of christ is is how much these writers or God did not inspire them to write, you know, the book could not hold all the books that should have been written. And we just have a, you know, John didn't ever mention any of the miracles he did in the first six months he went to Jerusalem, but Nicodemus did. He said, we know you come from God. No man can do these miracles. There's not a mention of any miracles. There's a mention of him clearing the temple and then hanging around for six months, but he was busy and he got Nicodemus. Because I say that because he helped get Christ off the cross, uh, his body off the cross. Okay, um, verse 22. But I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon, Gentile cities on the coast of the Mediterranean, northwest of uh, Capernaum in the Sea of Galilee, in the day of judgment than for you. And thou, Capernaum, which art exalted unto heaven, because of the miracles you saw, and and I I'm going to say uh, part of the judgment for the lost, and well, for, is for punishment in hell. Part of the judgment at the great white throne I think is for punishment. They're not not everyone is treated the same. And maybe if you had more opportunities and more miracles, and you you disbelieved. Many more times than someone else, then your judgment's going to be a little is going to be tougher. Uh, it very well, could be. I think there's degrees of punishment in hell, and I I think the Bible teaches that there are degrees of reward in heaven. Lay up treasure in heaven. If you don't choose to do that, that's your business. But the punishment is loss of reward. Uh, but I don't think it's going to. There's no wailing and gnashing of teeth in heaven, like there is in hell. But anyway, so I, to just be straight up front with you, I have, I have a hard time with thinking that God could have done more to save Tyre and Sidon at that time. I, I just, maybe for punishment in hell, I don't know, but, but not for trusting Christ. I talk to people, and there are just some people, no matter what I say, they're going to go back to works every time, every time. And they just can't let go of those works. You got to repent of your dead works. Hebrews six one. All right. <clears throat> so let's go to verse twenty three. Try another cough drop here. Okay. Verse twenty three. Thou Capernaum, which art exalted unto heavens, what you have seen, being right here next to Capernaum. Oh, thou art. C- And thou, Capernaum. Oh my gosh. Not Corazan. Not uh, Tyre and Sidon. Capernaum. where, Where he moved. When he came back from the year of obscurity. And his first stop was in Nazareth. And they tried to kill him. Throw him off a cliff. And he went to Capernaum. And started his public ministry and he did his tour and he didn't just stay in Capernaum, he went to all these cities and people came to him from as far north as uh, the Fertile Crescent and as far south as well below uh, the Dead Sea. I figure about 8,000 square miles I did the math, I said 6 the other day. Anyway, (coughs) 6,000 square miles. And thou Capernaum which art exalted unto heaven. What you have seen here. All those miracles I did when John the Baptist's disciples came to Capernaum and said, Tell John what you've seen. The lepers healed. The blind receive their sight. The dead are raised. And the gospel is preached to the poor. And thou, Capernaum. I think he's addressing people in Capernaum that haven't believed in Jesus Christ yet, had not believed in him. And thou, Capernaum, which art exalted unto heaven, shalt be brought down to hell. Uh, the 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 Sheol, the part of Sheol it's Old Testament part, where separated from Abraham's bosom, also known as paradise. Read Luke sixteen. Maybe you can figure it out, or listen to, I don't know, listen to my podcast because I've I've gone over it several times in. A spiritual place, I think, in the earth, divided by a great gulf, is, is Sheol. On one side you have Abraham's bosom, also known as paradise, which is empty today because Christ led captivity captive when he died. Today it's absent body, present with present with the Lord. But I think the, the Hades side, or the, the hell side, the fire side of Luke chapter 16 is still burning. Anyway, um, and thou, Capernaum, which art exalted unto heaven, what you have seen here in Capernaum shall be brought low to hell. Uh, for it, for if the mighty works which have been done in thee would have been done in Sodom, they would have remained until this day. More than, or at least ten people would have trusted Christ. Because that was the, the mark that God, <laughs> God set up with with. Uh, Abraham's nephew. Forgot his name now, but anyway. um, So, anyway, uh, again, and there's there's two kinds of repentance that needs to go on. One is you know. Christ, trusting him as your Messiah, and two, not that's salvation right there, but also, at the judgment of of believers is reward. So, if you go after the things of this world, if the soil of your life is full of weeds and you go after the things of this world, or you go after or you're offended because of persecution, I think two thirds of Christians don't do much for the Lord, and then the third that does is divided into thirds, some sixty some some thirty, some sixty, some a hundred fold soul winners that are going to be rewarded in heaven for that. But heaven's going to be heaven. You're going to be glad to be there. Most of my life I didn't do much for the Lord. But anyway, um, and I don't know if I'm doing much for the Lord now, but that's for Him to decide. But I say unto you, verse 24, that it shall be more tolerable in the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for thee, Capernaum. So they're going to be cut slack. You're not. And again, there's two. The judgment of saved is for reward, and the judgment for lost is. And I'm not saying everybody in Capernaum believed. It sounds like they didn't, but but of the of those that did, I think two thirds of them don't do much. They don't believe enough to you know want to tell other people. Not that you have to do that to be saved. You know? I'm not. Don't get confused here. I'm just trying to figure out this what to me is a, a difficult passage. Verse 25. At that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank Thee, O Father. We're kind of changing the subject here. I thank Thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because Thou hast hid these things from the wise and the prudent, like the scribes and the Pharisees, and revealed them unto babes. The the age of the disciples could be very young. I mean, you had to be 20 years old, I think, to pay the the temple tax. And, And the only two that paid it was Jesus and Peter. So these could have been teenagers, uh, these young, unlearned men that learned a lot from the Lord, especially when we get to part eight, which is like their special training for 23 episodes. All right. Um, revealed them unto babes, his, in my opinion, his disciples. Even so, Father, for it's, so it seemeth good in thy sight. You know, God does things the way he wants to do them. He decided to give eternal life to anybody that would take it by faith. When I heard it was a free gift, it was offered to whosoever, I said, I'm in. What do I got to do? Pray this prayer. I don't even remember the prayer. But I do remember saying, hey, I didn't see any fireworks. I didn't hear any bells. So if that means I'm not saved. Unfortunately, the man was smart enough to say it, it's not a feeling. Some days you feel good. Some days you feel bad. But if you trust in Christ, you're going to heaven. I said, okay. Okay, I've done everything I can do. I can't do anymore. I got to go home. And I was walking out and this girl said, if I never see you again, I'll see you in heaven. And I said, I thought about what she said and I said, you're right. And then I knew. That's when I knew. And that's my testimony. You can't have it. All right, let's take a look at, uh, even so, Father, so it seemeth seemeth good in your sight. I'm very happy with God's plan of salvation, free gift, and serve him if you want. But there is reward, so you might want to think about it. Uh, verse 20, you might hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. Verse 27, Matthew chapter 11, verse 27. All these things are delivered unto me of the Father, and no man knoweth the Son but the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son. Jesus is the only man that knows the Father. Inside not, I guess. But we shall know him as we are known when we get to heaven. After the body present with the Lord, I think my wife knows the Lord as he knows her and he to whom but she's not living anymore but she is coming back with the at the Armageddon and if the rapture occurs I will meet her uh, in heaven if, if not uh, well yeah if, if I die before the rapture occurs and I'll be after the body present with the Lord and we won't be married we'll just as her as her mother would say we'll just be very good friends verse twenty seven all things are delivered unto me of the Father, no man knoweth the Son but the Father, neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son, and he so, he whomsoever the Son will reveal him. So I can learn a little bit about Christ, I mean a little bit about, about the Father by studying God's Word. that's what I think verse twenty eight come unto me all ye that labour and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest verse 29 take my yoke upon you and learn of me for i am meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest unto your souls well i'll tell you what i'm at rest about my eternal security i mean i'm i'm at rest about where i'm going when i die but i've worked pretty hard as a believer i worked pretty hard in the army thought i did worked pretty hard in bible college Worked pretty hard as a pastor at Palmetto Bible Church. Worked super hard as a public school teacher. I was nine hours a night getting ready for, uh, I don't know, four or five hours of teaching. But uh, that was, that first year was tough. take uh, But um, take my yoke upon you. Studying Greek in Bible college was tough. Thanks a lot, Bob. Uh, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest for your souls. Again, I'm a total rest as far as where I'm going when I die. I'm total rest about my wife, which I wasn't. Shame on me. Until my motorcycle accident. But I've talked about that a lot. <coughs> Excuse me. Verse 30. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. A yoke is usually a two... It, it could be a one-person thing. Usually with a person, it's a one-person thing. It's a way of carrying heavy things. You put one on each side and kind of balance it on your shoulders. But my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Well, I'm since I retired, I'm 100% serving the Lord, and I'd have to say... <coughs> I mean, I spend some time doing this, but it's A labor of love, and I enjoy it very much. And I don't spend too much time, maybe three hours today, something like that. Not too much. All right, so uh, next podcast, Lord willing, episode 59 The Anointing of Christ's Feet by a Sinful Woman in the House of Simon, a Pharisee, and the Parable of the Two Debtors. One didn't forgive the other, and all of that, I think. Again, still in Galilee. So I will say adios, which is to God. And I will say Dios, go with God.